You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here with Kim Jackson and Brian Mulligan from Camp Luck who are an amazing organization that are putting out an event called Bike Luck, which is next week. Now, both of these parents are heart kids. Uh, And unfortunately, Kim's son Jackson passed away at the age of 17 after heart surgery 10 years ago. And we're going to dive into that story. We're going to dive in about this organization, but let's talk a little bit more about Camp Luck and exactly why this foundation was formed. Heart kids are a special group. They're kids born with heart defects who just want to do the same fun things that other kids do, like going to camp. Often that's not possible because of medical limitations, but in Charlotte, they are in luck. And in this case, luck stands for lucky unlimited cardiac kids who have the opportunity to attend a one week camp just for them called camp luck. Now this camp is free. It's medically supervised. It's a sleepover camp where heart kids can do traditional camp things like swimming games, archery, canoeing, and campfires while really building friendships and self-esteem with other kids like them. It's a great time. It's always free, which means one thing, we've got to raise money and that's where you come into play. And we got to do that to make it happen year after year. Our guests on the Brand Builders Podcast today are here to tell us all about one of their biggest events that's coming up, which is a fun scenic tour of your favorite bike routes right here in Charlotte, and it's called Bike Luck. We are so happy to welcome Kim and Brian, both parents of Heart Kids, to talk about this event on this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. Well, thank you. Yeah. Good yeah, morning, Kim so and Brian. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, absolutely. This is I'm I'm really interested to learn more here. Very very exciting. Um, tell us a little bit more about Bike Luck. What is it exactly? Well, Bike Luck is an annual charity bike ride benefiting Camp Luck. So it's a fundraiser for Camp Luck that is held either at the end of April or the beginning of May each year, and it's been going on since 2013. And has become, you know, one of the, you know, premier, you know, charity bike rides in the Charlotte area um, over the years. Um, bike Luck started in 2003, and it was led by one of our um, original board members of Camp Luck, Julia Engel, who is an avid cyclist and is herself a heart kid. And so she thought, you know, what a great opportunity to you know, bring Camp Luck into the cycling com- community. And so she um, got this ride going and, you know, with, with help from friends in the cycling community. Um, and it's been going on every year. And normally um, it's, a, it's, it's a live event, um, but this year because of COVID it's being, you know, structured a little bit, a little bit differently. I'm, I'm interested to learn more about how you're structuring it and, and some of those challenges you've had within the last year with, with all of us being unable to have events. Well, as you know, like for last year, um, the event was, I think, scheduled the last week of April. COVID hit kind of mid-March. <laughs> and so we, had to, we didn't have enough time to adjust last year. Um, and we were hoping that COVID would be a thing of the past for this year. Uh, but it's not, we're close, but it's not. So, um, you know, the normal ride is, um, they have four different rides. So they have like a 60 mile ride, a 45 mile ride, a 25 mile ride. And then we also do like a, a, you know, a a family ride. 
um, which is like a five mile ride around the park near um, Panther Stadium, kind of in that area. Uh, so this year, it's we can't do that. So it's going to be kind of a you do you ride. Um, registration is free. Um, so that's the key thing. And it's, it's really more focused. Um, instead of just being a ride, it's more, it's being structured more as a, a fundraising event for Camp Lux. So usually we, you know, it was structured so that people would pay the registration fees, which would basically pay for the ride. And then we would do sponsorship sponsors who would then kind of show up at the event. Mm -hmm. That was sort of our, our model this year. Um, registration's free. The ride is structured so you do you. So if you want to do the 60 mile ride, the 45 mile ride, and the 25 mile ride, where camp where bike luck usually goes, you can still do that. Um, and if you register, you get like ride with GPS, turn by turn navigation. Now the difference is our normal ride is fully supported, so we have um, support groups to make sure that you know if people break down, they can you know get help with fixing their bikes. So this is an unsupported ride, but they can still ride the ride. And I think a, a number of teams are going out and riding the ride um, uh, during the, you know, during the period of the event. The other big difference is normally it's a one day event. You show up at a specific time and you just ride. And then we have like an, a, you know, an after party at, at the event. This year it's going to go for two, basically a period of two weekends. So it starts April 17th and goes to the 25th. And mean, which means that you can write, you can participate in it during that entire period. Um, and, you know, I guess the other thing is people are participating in a number of different ways. They're doing, in addition to riding the ride, they're doing like neighborhood rides with their friends. They're doing spin classes. Um, and we're gonna have challenges during the event um, that are sort of creative challenges like photo, you know, photo challenges and things like that. So I want to learn more, you know, with Camp Luck, both Kim and, and uh, Brian, you you each have, uh, you know, unique stories where you're both parents of heart kids. I, I want to know and, and from the bottom of my heart, you know, I, I, I know that you guys have gone through so much. And as a parent of two kids, I can't even imagine it. But it's a blessing that there are people like you who take a tragedy and turn it into a positive and, and, and educate, but ultimately provide that hope for other parents that go through these. Please tell us a little bit about your story and, and Kim, we can start with you. Okay. So my story began in 1993 when my son Jacob was born with significant heart disease. Um, I had no idea that anything was wrong when he was born. He just was not eating great. So um, after several visits to the doctor and then my first visit to a cardiologist with him, we discovered that he had about four different heart issues going on. Um, and so then you're kind of just thrown into this whirlwind in this you know, new world that you have no idea what is going to happen. And I had a medical background. I was an x-ray tech for years at the same hospital that my son was now admitted to. Um, so he had his first surgery in 1993 and then had about five more after that within the first 18 months of his life. And he did really well. Um, but as a parent, I always wonder, you know, 
how what's how is he going to grow up? What's he going to be able to do? You know, I I had always associated heart disease with older people, you know, as a degenerative disease and not something that you could possibly be born with. So I did some research um, in 1993. There was not a lot of Googling going on. Right. <laughs> so I just reached out to people that I knew um, that worked within the hospital and then people that I met along the way. And it was just important to me um, to get as much information as I can because, you know, knowledge is power. And I just wanted to be able to be the best advocate I could be for my son. Wow. wow. That was wow. the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and, and, and I don't want to, you know, dwell on this too much, but you know, unfortunately you did lose your son, um, at the age of, of, of 17 when he did have heart surgery is, is that, a you know, the true motivation, um, to, to support the other families and, and, you know, how does that drive you? We've had a lot of family or members and, and parents that have lost kids to cancer that have lost kids to just tragedy and I am always just amazed at the, just how they use that to support and help others where I don't know if I would be that strong to be able to do that. And so for you to be able to turn this into a positive and create this and, and really support people that go through that is, is incredible. Tell us about that journey. And is that kind of the passion that leads you every day uh, to, to, to do this? Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, I, I just, could not imagine losing my son to begin with. And then, you know, after I lost him, it was like, so what do I do? You know, I have this whole community of people that I had grown to love and they were my support system. Um, and they didn't leave me when I lost him. And it was just, it was my passion because I saw how much my son Jacob got from going to camp like he he loved like he lived every single year for that next summer to go to camp and so to not be able to continue that after I lost him it just didn't seem like an option for me you know he was my driving force to continue so that kids you know on down the line that are born with this with, you know, different heart conditions can have the opportunity to go to a summer camp and to do activities and to meet other kids like them so that they aren't embarrassed or shy about their heart condition. And I also want them to be able to learn how to be an advocate for themselves because it's just, you know, if you're not advocating for yourself and learning every day, you know, what you can do better than what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I'll, I just want to, I just want to highlight, right. I like, I've, I've known Kim um, pre-camp luck. So we were part of a parent support group together called Levine Cardiac Kids. And she was always, um, you know, very passionate about camp. So before Camp Luck became an organization, Kim, um, Kim was really instrumental in, in starting what, what, what became the start of Camp Luck, which, which was kind of a family camp that we were doing before Camp Luck became an organization. And she was just really passionate about uh, the positive impact that camp can have on, on heart kids. And sorry to take away from your, your oh, story, Kim. <laughs> uh, it's, it's good to hear. So some of the things you all are saying, we, we have relationships with uh, Camp Blue Skies um, and also 24 Foundation who does 
the the booty loop ride to, mm-hmm. to raise money for uh, cancer initiatives. Uh, and Camp Blue Sky is all about providing camp for learning disabled uh, folks of all ages. And there's a little bit of uh, comparison there. I, I just love to see the passion, as Brian mentioned, that, that comes from folks that have struggled with something. And and what's born from that passion and, and what you all are doing is it's just so great. Um, thank you for sharing that. I didn't really have a question, but um, it, it just it makes us proud to be in a community that that comes together like that and wants to do so much good. I think that's what makes Charlotte such a great place to live. Yeah. So absolutely. Brian, absolutely. tell t- Brian, tell me, tell me your story as well and, and how you're connected to this and, and what's the passion behind that as well. Well, um, our started, our, our story, our story started in utero. Um, both, uh, my wife and I tested as carriers for cystic fibrosis. And so we did, um, a procedure called the CVS to take amnio fluid um, out of you know from my wife to 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 test the you know to test the fetus which is now my son <laughs> um, and it turned out um, that after and he he did test positive he he is he also has cystic fibrosis um, but he did when they were doing the 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 follow up ultrasound. Um, I'll never forget this. We're in the room and they're doing the ultrasound and the nurse's face just got, or the tech's face just got like white. Um, She was looking around and she's like, I don't think this is quite right. Let me go get someone. And so then she got a doctor and sure enough, he's like looking at it and he's like, "Um, I think you're going to need to see, you know, a, a cardiologist. Um, and basically he was missing half his heart. So the, the structure, half the structure was just not there. Um, but otherwise he was normal, um, because in, in utero, they, they, you know, get their, their oxygen from the mom and it, 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 it's not an issue in utero. So, um, he was basic. my son, Evan was basically diagnosed with hypoplastic right heart in utero. Um, and so we had to schedule like a C-section and then he was born. And so we, we've been living with this, um, you know, with this condition since, you know, the day he was born and it's just been part of our, um, part of our life that the cardiologist that he saw in utero is his pediatric cardiologist today. <laughs> how, how old is your son? Wow. He, um, he's 14 now and he'll turn 15 in July. That's awesome. Amazing. And then, and then once he was born, we were looking for support groups, just like, you know, we're searching for answers. We're like, what's, what's life going to be like for Evan? And so as part of that group, we, we, we found out, uh, you know, we found out about Levine Cardiac Kids, which had just been created um, through, you know, a core set of, of heart moms, basically heart moms and dads. And that group basically morphed into what Camp Luck is today. And a lot of the people who are involved with Camp Luck today are those original members of Levine Cardiac Kids. Have you guys ever have ever had the opportunity to connect with Greg Olson? We have. Okay. I mean, I think I think members on our board, um, Greg, you know, Greg's a professional or former professional athlete now, so um, he is, you know, obviously a very busy person, and he, even with his broadcasting career now, he's a very busy person. But um, we, you know, 
Greg has been supportive of our events and we've been supportive of, of, of his events, um, at, you know, for his group, the hardest yard. Yeah, definitely. Great organization. We, we we're blessed to work with them. And I think, you know, it takes something like that where you have such a high profile athlete in this city who has a son that goes through that. It's not that his son is more important than anybody else, but it educates the community at a faster pace, right? It's where right. people might not have even realized that this happens, specifically people that maybe don't have kids. And that's also another reason why we want to have this brand builders podcast. We want to be able to educate people on camp luck on bike luck. If you go to their website right now at campluck.com, they have bike luck, baby luck, parent luck. There are so many ways to get engaged with this organization. And this is where we call on you to be a part of that. Uh, don't wait until this happens to your kid. Support organizations like this so they can support people that are already going through this and put yourself in their shoes. And that's why we bring this together. So I want to jump back into bike luck right now. You know, we're starting this and, in, in, uh, I, you know, I believe well, it'll be like a week almost from now, which is so cool. And tell us, what do you need from the community? Can people sign up right now? Uh, selfishly, I, I have a Peloton. Can I do this on my Peloton? Is that something I can do as well? And tell us how we can all get involved as a community. Okay, so the first, the first, the first step that that you would do to to um, register first, you'd need to register for the event. So you would go to you know www.campluck forward slash bike, and then that sends you to the bike luck page, and then there's there's links on there to hit the registration. So I think that's the easiest way to go. Um, registration is free. So I would encourage um, everyone who wants to participate to go ahead and, and click that link and register. Um, but again, this is a fundraising, you know, this is one of our fundraising events. So I would encourage people to also, you'll be invited to set up a fundraising page. It's not mandatory like some of the other events, um, but we would, you know, highly encourage people to do it, even if, if, if their friends can donate $5, you know, it doesn't have to be, but anything that you can give will help um, allow Camp Luck to continue to provide the, uh, you know, week-long medically supervised overnight camp to um, heart kids and their siblings free of charge. And camps are, you know, I, I think that kids in this category, their medical expenses can be significant. And so if we did not offer a free camp, um, it would be a lot of these kids would not be able to um, attend camp. So that's, you know, so I would say register and make it fun. Have your friends join. Um, you, can do, you can do Peloton. So get your friends who are on Peloton right at the same time and participate as a group. Um, that's, you know, it, it's, there's no limit to what you can do and how you can participate in this. It's really a matter of, it's up to you to um, get your friends out. We, we are going to have challenges during the event um, that are sort of, you know, kind of in the fun category. Um, those will be announced later, but I would, I would just encourage people to have fun. Also with, with, with COVID, um, bicycling outside in small, you know, small groups of friends is, is a healthy activity. So it also encourage people, this is, this is a great opportunity to get outdoors. The weather's been great. Hopefully, you know, I think we'll have an opportunity for great weather for, you know, we've got two weekends and, and the week. So I think, I think we're, we're well set up to have some good weather um, for the event. How do folks with the, the event being virtual and, and, and the way you're describing it here, how would they raise money? Um, do you provide a platform for them to do so? Or how, do, how does that part happen? 
So they go in and they, they register and then they get invited to set up a fundraising page. Mm-hmm. And then that fundraising page um, has a link so they can go out to their friends and say, hey, um, here's the reason. And, and the fundraising page isn't just like, you know, you put in your story on why you are, um, you know, supporting our organization. And then you go out to your friends and we have we have fundraising challenges and we, we have, um, uh, you know, prizes that we're giving out to, to encourage fundraising. So for example, um, if you raise $50, um, you're going to get some bike like cycling socks. Um, and $50 would cover the cost of CPR certification for our camp staff. Um, if you donate or raise $100, we're going to give you a, a premium um, water, you know, a, a water bottle for cyclists. You know, so this event is a lot of this, a lot of people who historically participate in bike luck are part are, are serious cyclists. So it's nice to have a nice water bottle. Um, if you donate or raise $250, you get um, a Camp Luck hoodie, um, which is a really, we, we always run out of those hoodies. They're really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you donate um, or raise $500, um, you can, you, you'll, you'll get a um Koto Paxi backpack, which is kind of a cool backpack. So we have, and then we have a, a lot of other challenges that are designed to get people to increase the size of their, um, you know, the size of their fundraising team. So like our next, we have one that is going to be, a, that's going to start tomorrow, that the fundraising team that adds the most team members to an existing team will receive four sets of Continental Grand Prix for um, tires, which are high-end cycling tires. So you wow. get four sets. The captain will be able to allocate those to his team members however they want. So we've got a bunch of things in there to, to help encourage people to, to um, build up their fundraising efforts. Um, so again, I think it's just like reach out to your friends, promote us on Facebook, um, and any little bit helps. Absolutely. So, so that all that's amazing. And I hope you guys, if you're listening, please get involved. And, you know, Kim with, with camp luck and, and obviously all these different events to raise money for camp luck, tell us about camp luck. How many kids have you had that have gotten the opportunity to, to, to go to camp luck and how many years has this been going on? So we had our first family camp in 2010 and my son, Jacob actually was able to attend that camp with us. Um, it was the following December when he had another heart surgery that he didn't survive. So after that, we can, we decided that we needed to keep going. And so we had our first kids camp in 2012. And, you know, it's, it's slow going because, you know, people are like, you're going to do what with my child? <laughs> um, so that's why we had family camp and then kids camp. And now it's just, it's really popular um you know with like everyone else we had to to pivot from in-person camp last year and do a virtual camp which was a lot of fun um but each year we usually have about 130 kids at camp um I'm not sure this year if we're able to have that many kids just with the precautions we're putting in place but we are having on-site camp this year so we're really excited about that um but not only we've since we've had kids camp since 2012 each year the kids get older and so we're very fortunate that about one third of our camp staff are former campers oh that's cool that's cool they just they love camp and 
campers can't wait to, because our camp age is seven to 14. And so they can't wait until they're 15 years old and get to come and be, or start our leader and training program. Where are camp. your camps? We're, we use uh, Camp Cherokee mm -hmm. in Kings Mountain State Park. We use their facility. We um, tag on at the end of their sessions. So we uh, are out there. This year, kids camp is uh, August 8th through the 13th and family camp. We did, we usually have family camp in May, but we moved that to September. So we could just have a little more, hopefully regular camp experience instead of being so, we're, we're separating into pods is what we're calling them. And we're just gonna have like separate camps under one you know, area. Really cool. I would assume, you know, the kids with this condition, um, are they at higher risk because of COVID and the pandemic, uh, just in um, general or, or no? We've had a lot of meetings with our medical I'm sure. team, medical <laughs> professionals, and, and they don't seem to think that there's, you know, they're at any more risk than children without That's great. health issues. Heck yeah. So... Really. But we're looking forward to everyone getting vaccinated. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it's it's liberating for sure. Um, Very. Yeah, it's. No, they. Yeah, I mean, from the from the because I, my son has he's in the CF community as well as the heart community. <laughs> Lucky oh, <him>. wow. yeah. <laughs> Right. But we were asking, you know, even the CF kids, they haven't. I think there's something about being young, that is that is protecting them because. Um, they haven't been experiencing, um, now that we have like a year of this under our belts, um, they haven't been experiencing the um, either, you know, not really getting sick or when they've gotten sick, the symptoms haven't been, um, you know, haven't been severe. Which Thank is, goodness. Which, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. News. yeah. Especially, I mean, kids that are going through you know, what your, your kids have gone through. Like we, we don't oh, need man. any more complications. No, like, heck no. <laughs> um, I, you know, I'm both of you have a very positive attitude and I love that. Um, you know, I think what you guys have been able to produce with camp luck is great. I, I'm an Eagle scout and I look back on growing up as a kid and I'm blessed. I had no, you know, medical issues, but just being able to go to camp was like the highlight of my year, you know, just for one week to be able, all the different types of activities that you have. And, you know, I think that's really liberating, but it's also something that's neat that you, you have created an amazing group that now when you're 15 years old, these kids want to go back and be those mentors and they want to show kids that are younger. Like you have the ability to not only beat this, but live with it on a daily basis and do things that normal kids do. And I think that is, is super powerful in a world, um, th that we live in today. So honored to be able to share your story and Honestly, I, I wish you guys the best of luck. Um, as far as getting people involved, what's the best way? I mean, we want everybody to sign up and register for Bike Luck, but if they can't do that, maybe they're not cyclists, maybe they're not into that. There's still a lot of other ways to get involved. What are some of those ways and, and what do you need from our community to make this a success, but ultimately make it better and better each year? I mean, just like every other nonprofit, this well, last year and this year is, is difficult. So, I mean, we, we operate on donations from people. We have an Amazon wish list that is on our website. Um, they can volunteer for camp. Um, 
if they know people that would want to be sponsors for our events, that was, you know, that's another way that they can help. Or they can just share our social media post. Definitely. <laughs> to get the word Exposure. out about us. Yeah. Yeah, There's sure. a lot that, that I'm glad you brought that up. Um, you know, as a small business, I talk about that all the time. Liking, sharing, commenting, you have no idea who right. you're connected with that might know somebody. I mean, there, there's a girl in our office, Lindsay, whose good friend uh, just had a baby and had to be airlifted to Levine with a heart condition. And they're going through that right now. And it, it's just, it's terrifying. But that person had no idea, you know, that they might need an organization like you. And now that we've had you on, I'm going to, I'm literally going to walk to Lindsay's desk and say, Hey, get them in, involved you know, this might be something that can support them, especially from kind of a support, you know, area. So, you know, it's sad to say this, but everybody, you probably know someone that has a child that has, you know, a heart condition. And if they don't know about this group, that can be really helpful for not only the parents, but really for the kids. So, you know, share this, like, comment, do everything. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, we would love all of that. You know, before we do let you go, uh, what is the best way to get in touch with you guys if they want to connect with you personally or if they want to follow the story in general? Find us on our website is campluck.com. They can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, they can call. I'm happy to talk to anybody anytime. I still talk on the phone. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> hey, they- I love that. <laughs> yes. We, I do love yeah. that. That is so Brian, funny. Brian, Brian, one other thing yep. um, that you mentioned your friend. So we talked about Camp Lutz flagship event is, um, you know, is the over- week-long overnight kit camp, that which is primarily for kids that are over the age of six, you know, from six to 14. Uh, we have a group called Baby Luck that really caters to, new parents that are that are suffering through so we camp like does a lot more than just operate a camp um and so the the, the baby like group is a vibrant part of that um and i think it's it, it's kind of like the support function of of camp luck yeah i love that awesome. and definitely go check out their website at campluck.com and you know i, I can pr- most likely speak on behalf of me and scott and say it's an honor to have both of you on this podcast and I am, um, as a parent of a three and a one-year-old or almost one-year-old, it's so inspirational to have people that have gone through something that have such a positive outlook and take a tragedy or take the cards that they were dealt and turn that into to just a positive energy where in, all, in the society we live in, we have people that complain about things and they have perfect health and their kids are healthy and their life's great and they have a roof over their head and they don't realize what their neighbors are going through, but yet their neighbors that are going through something worse than them have a more positive attitude than, than they do. And that just needs to be an eye opener. Like look in the mirror and realize like, what am I doing to help my community? But ultimately, how can I be more like Kim and Brian? Right. Like they didn't they didn't know that this was going to happen. They didn't know that this was going to go down, but it did. And they now are, are taking that and helping everyone else that's going through it. And honestly, that is the people and the reason why we started this podcast. And I am blessed and honored to have you guys as a as a member of this Charlotte community. And everybody else should have that same feeling as well. Ditto that. Heck yeah. So yes, I can speak on behalf of Scott with that. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have said it better yeah, myself. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, but Kim and, and Brian, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, like I mentioned, if you're you're listening, please like, share, comment um, on this. Check out the event, which will be starting uh, next week called Bike Luck. I know there are a ton of people out there that own bikes now because bike shops can't get one for like six months. <laughs> so if you haven't, if you if you bought it last April, 
use it for six months and now it's sitting in your closet, dust that bad boy off. It's time to get involved with Bike Luck to support Camp Luck. And again, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, it's been an honor to tell your story. Thank Thanks you for having all. us. Thank you yeah. so much. Until next time, you have been listening to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.